0: Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergill, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, and welcome back to the 100th episode of the Partition Podcast. Wow, 100. I I honestly can't believe it's already been 100 episodes. I honestly love doing these podcasts, and I really hope that I'm adding value to the world with it. And I guess to celebrate the 100th episode, I want to thank all my listeners who are all over the world, who continue to join me on this journey Thank you so much. I really appreciate that you keep coming back to listening to me because honestly, this podcast wouldn't be anything without you. So, today, I think that we're going to talk about a very important topic to me, which is battling your loneliness. Why? Because in May of this year, Dr. Vivek Murthy the U.S. Surgeon General released an 85-page document declaring that loneliness is a new public health epidemic in the United States. And although this information focuses on the U.S., it's clear that the effects of loneliness are affecting people all around the world, especially since COVID. But for many, loneliness didn't start during COVID, or even as an adult in general. For me, my first taste of loneliness started when I was really just a small kid. My mom moved around a lot, so that means I also had to move around a lot. So I wasn't at a school long enough to make lasting friendships. And even still, since I moved around so much, people tended to come in and out of my life as quickly as the seasons changed. And unfortunately, since my life wasn't that stable... There was always some sort of turbulence at home, so I couldn't relate to most of the challenges other kids were experiencing, which caused a pretty big disconnect when I was trying to make new friends anyways. So the whole experience kind of made me feel pretty misunderstood. But this is an example that happened outside my household because truthfully, I would say the height of my loneliness happened right at home. Now, there's actually a really good quote that Robin Williams says that pretty much sums up my experience, which goes along the lines of, I used to think that the worst thing in life was to end up alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is to end up with people who make you feel alone. And when you're raised in a household that makes you feel very, very alone, it wreaks havoc in your childhood, your adolescence and onwards, and pretty much keeps wreaking havoc in your life until you catch that you have a deep feeling of loneliness. So then you're able to change it. Because ultimately, when you aren't raised in a household where you feel like you belong, it's going to affect how you behave in the future. For me, Feeling so alone as a child is what built the foundation of me always having to cling to people and situations, even when I knew that those people and situations weren't good for me. Because, hey, at least I felt better and more included and understood with those people versus the people within my own family. So without even realizing it, I was just feeding into this cycle of just not wanting to be alone anymore. And it wasn't until the help of therapy where I saw how often I was creating relationships and friendships from a place of fear of loneliness or not wanting to be alone anymore and how unhealthy that is. Through therapy, I saw that I had developed deep-rooted attachment styles that didn't serve me and caused absolute chaos that, truthfully, I was doing to myself when I learned that a lot of the things I was going through was from a place of loneliness that's where I was able to battle it that was where I was able to call it out to face it head on and I was able to break the bad cycles and identify what habits were okay and what habits were just plain bad and what I was doing out of the feeling of loneliness But real quick, before I move on, I just want to clarify that although technically Robin Williams did say that quote, and there's many images that have gone viral with that quote and Robin's face on it, the actual quote, though, comes from the 2009 film World's Greatest Dad, which was written and directed by Bobcat Goldwaite. But anyways, my point is, if you don't battle your loneliness and you choose to ignore it, it's going to make you behave in ways you would never behave in if the feeling of loneliness wasn't there in the first place. Like staying in a relationship that's bad for you or being with people who don't rise you up or taking whatever you can get to soothe that feeling of loneliness. And with the promotion of hookup culture without the education to back it, loneliness can get extra messy when you mix sex into the equation. Because although you might feel a temporary relief from the feeling of loneliness, if you are having sex with people to escape loneliness without actually acknowledging that you are lonely, that's a big one. You have to acknowledge that you're lonely first, right? Like there's a difference between going out and having sex and being like, I feel alone. I want to be a less lonely in this moment, right? Like you're acknowledging that you have that feeling. But if you don't acknowledge that feeling and you're just acting out of loneliness without calling it out and you're just using it as a form of escapism, you too can fall into a situation where you are clinging to someone who isn't good for you or jumping from person to person, expecting them to fill this type of void, which will ultimately just make you feel worse and even more lonely And, you know, truthfully, I've been guilty of this too, right? Like sometimes it's hard to acknowledge that we're feeling lonely in the first place. It's an ugly emotion to face, right? And really, no matter how you cut it, you can't escape loneliness. The only way is to overcome it and to really get more connected with yourself on a deeper level. And you have to work through that. And we're working through loneliness requires you to sit with it. Now, there's a difference with sitting with loneliness to work through it and being in loneliness for an extended period of time, right? We've acknowledged that extended loneliness is bad for us, but we need to understand that leaving negative relationships, whether that be romantic or platonic or situations or breaking behavior that fuels our loneliness even further is going to require a degree of loneliness, right? And this is because when you first leave something, when you're changing even when that change is good, change in general is an uncomfortable and often lonely experience because we feel like we are the only ones, right? Which is normal because we were used to that previous pattern, right? And now that that pattern is changing, we have to go through the emotions that come with it. But even though this is difficult and can be uncomfortable, even hard, that doesn't mean you stay within your loneliness, Now, I want to point out that loneliness and being alone isn't the same, right? Loneliness is an emotion that can make us feel empty, unwanted, or and misunderstood, right? It can be a combination of all of those things. But being alone is what gives us the time to reflect and often relax. And we can use being alone as a time to organize our thoughts and to see what we are going to do next in life. But when it comes to loneliness... The reality is loneliness has many different ways of showing itself. Some examples of this are thoughts like, I feel like I'm not important to anyone. I feel like no one needs me. I feel like I don't really exist or I feel alone within myself. It feels safer to be alone. Then I can't get rejected, right? Some people push people away because they don't want to feel it. They'd rather beat you almost to the punch, if you will, And some other ones are I feel like I don't have any meaningful relationships. I feel like I don't have anyone to tell my good news to, or I feel alone when I'm surrounded by other people. I don't know about you, but I know that more than one of these have certainly resonated with me at one point or another in my life. But remember, no matter how loneliness shows itself to you, at the end of the day, loneliness is something we must face and it's not something we can ignore. We should all be able to sit within ourselves and be okay, right? We should all be able to find peace where we are, wherever we go. We don't need to fight battles in our head forever, right? Like, we don't, we do deserve peace. And loneliness certainly doesn't give that feeling of peace. And as I mentioned earlier, extended loneliness is bad for us. And when left attended for an extended period of time, it will cause some devastating effects on us. As Dr. Murphy says in his report, loneliness is far more than just a bad feeling. It harms both individual and societal health. It is associated with a greater risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, stroke, depression, anxiety, and premature death. The morality impact of being socially disconnected is similar to that caused by smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Even greater than that associated with obesity and physical inactivity. Did you hear that? Feeling chronic loneliness has the same effect, same effect as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. What? The document also included data that was collected from over 148 different studies with an average of a 7.5 year follow up and found that people with stronger social connections increased their lifespan by. That's almost pretty hard to believe, but indeed the data showed that socially connected people do live longer. And this was tested against smoking, drinking six alcoholic beverages a day, physical inactivity, obesity, and even air pollution. A few other startling facts that came up in the report are chronic loneliness and social isolation can increase the risk of developing dementia by approximately 50% in older adults. Overall cognitive abilities declined 20% faster among those who reported loneliness. Chronic loneliness also increases the risk of heart disease by 29% and the risk of stroke by 32%. Heart failure patients who reported high levels of loneliness had a 68 percent increase risk of hospitalization. Living alone increases the risks of developing type 2 diabetes among women with impaired glucose tolerance. And chronic loneliness increases inflammation, which is a major factor in so many current illnesses like cancer, diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. Also, in another study, the University of California found that being alone most of the time may contribute to a decline in the ability to perform everyday tasks saying 59% of the lonely people studied were more likely to find daily habits such as climbing stairs or even walking more difficult. Also, being lonely increases the likeliness of suicide. And if you are someone who is thinking of suicide because you're feeling alone, please seek help. I have included links in the description, but please know you're not alone and help is out there. But really, I just want the key takeaway here is that we all really need to acknowledge that loneliness kills, whether it's a slow death or sudden. But it isn't just the individual and their families that will suffer. If widespread loneliness isn't combated, our communities will also suffer as a whole as well. In the report, it says, quote, we will continue to splinter and divide until we can no longer stand as a community or a country. Instead of coming together to take on the great challenges before us, we will further retreat to our corners, angry, sick, and alone. So basically that means that people who are experiencing chronic loneliness will develop a large amount of mistrust for each other and that the way they see the world will change in a negative way. To me, it's pretty clear that human beings aren't meant to be alone. We are built for community, social engagement, and belonging. Just think back to episode 72 when I talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The feeling of belonging is a fundamental human need, and it includes a deep connection with social groups, physical places, and individual and collective experiences. But facing our loneliness is hard. There's no way around that. Not just because it's a super painful and uncomfortable feeling, but because we have so many constant distractions to avoid it as well. But like all problems, when we ignore them, they just resurface stronger and harder to face. The biggest distraction we have is our phone. Our phone is a host of constant things like YouTube, Netflix, but also our social apps like Tinder, Instagram. And constantly logging on to things like Instagram to see happy people living exciting lives Well, that doesn't make us feel good when we are feeling low, right? And it also increases our feelings of FOMO, fear of missing out or just wishing and yearning to be in those quote, happy people situation versus the situation that we're currently in if we're feeling lonely. So when it comes to healing, dealing, facing and battling loneliness, knowing when to log off and take a tech detox is crucial. In the report, it said, quote, technology has rapidly exasperated the loneliness problem, with one study cited in the report finding that people who use social media for two hours or more daily were more than twice as likely to report feeling socially isolated than those who were on such apps for less than 30 minutes a day. So what to do if your phone is making you feel lonelier? Well, you first need to replace the time on your phone with something else but with what, right? That's the question. Well, although there's ways that you can help mitigate the feeling of loneliness, I want to remind you, just like any form of healing, this is going to require effort and some work from your side. And doing something is better than doing nothing. So if you sense your phone is making you feel lonelier or anytime you get off the phone, you seem a little bit more upset, the first thing you need to do is just accept it. You know, accept that you are feeling lonely. Call it out. How are you going to fix it if you keep ignoring or burying this feeling? You can also tell somebody. Tell either a family member, a friend, or seek professional help or get group counseling. Reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm not doing too good and I'm feeling lonely. Unless you tell someone, no one is going to be able to peek into your mind and say, oh, hey, this person is feeling lonely. No one is mind readers, and a lot of people are just functioning around, and they look okay, but on the inside, they're not doing too hot. So ultimately, it's up to you to get the conversation started, as difficult as that may sound. But remember, a huge loneliness disruption is communities. So some community-based steps that someone can take are volunteering or joining a club. And before you say, hey, I have a super busy packed schedule that won't work for me, if your only social engagement is work, then you need to integrate something else into your routine. Even if you have the best coworkers in the world, it's still a work environment, and you need something separate from work to compress from work. You also need variety. Now, most cities and towns already have community based volunteering opportunities, such as visiting a senior center volunteering, getting involved in events around your area, or volunteer in an animal shelter. Or if you prefer joining a group or a club, do it. More than once, I've done dance class through Groupon, which, you know, gave me a super great discount. But at the very least, just switch your tech time with creative things like painting, drawing, or sewing. I've seen group workshops for these in every city I've lived. And, you know, you can find this type of stuff as well on Groupon. And remember, when it comes to creative endeavors, this is just for you. You don't need to be good at the beginning. You just need to start. And if you want to use kinky wellness, just make sure you are aware of how you're feeling. But power exchange relationships are still good. This is a time where other human beings can help another human being in a fun, sexy way. Plus, everyone's getting off. Power exchange relationships can be used for many things as long as you're aware of why you're using it and the person that you're using it with is also aware. But personally, one of the biggest things you can do to help yourself is finding purpose for your life. As cliche as that sounds, but finding purpose in our life is necessary in creating a deep and meaningful life. Finding the why as to why we wanna wake up each morning is what gives us drive. Our why is what we hold on to when life just gets rough. Because facing our loneliness can feel like a true battle. You might feel like a warrior who's barely made it out of the war itself. But I know where there is a will, there is a way. And you need to realize that you are a complete person, even if you don't feel like it sometimes. As long as you have breath, you have the power to take back control of your life and battle your loneliness down into submission. And although we have established that loneliness is a natural human experience that comes with life in general that doesn't make it any less difficult to overcome. But remember, if you choose to ignore it, repress it, or act out of your loneliness, it will cost you. So if you are feeling alone, seek help and check out the links in the description. The feeling of loneliness doesn't deserve to take anyone as hostage or prisoner. Believe me when I say that if I can overcome it, anyone and everyone can do it. Because humans are built to get through anything. If they decide to. But on Monday, we're going to be discussing the concept of how to move from self-hate to self-love with Dr. Fanny Boulanger. So make sure to tune into that episode because Dr. Fanny will be giving us some practical tips on how to feel better with ourselves. But before I go, I want to remind you that during October 13th to October 15th, I will be speaking on the benefits of kinky wellness at the Everything to Do with Sex Show in Toronto. The entire weekend is going to be filled with nonstop entertainment, seminars, shopping, live demonstration, prizes, and so much more. So you really don't know what you're going to see, learn, and experience, which is why you need to get your tickets now and come on out. You can find the links under Toronto Taboo Show in the description. And I also want to remind you that the partition will also be having a booth there. So come and check it out and come meet me and get your spicy selfie and enter for a chance to win a BDSM and kink basics gift pack, which includes handcuffs, collar, a little whip and a bunch of little stuff like that. So that is super exciting. And I'm very excited for that weekend, but that is it for me. I just want to say thank you for listening and Thank you for listening for 100 episodes. And if you want to stay connected on all things kinky, then follow me on Instagram at the life. And if you want to take the first steps in your kinky wellness journey with the BDSM and kink basics, then head on over to www.thepartition.life where I make it easy to learn your partnership, impact and plan and prep basics. But yes, that's it for me. Sending lots of love. And as always, stay kinky.